Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Ooh, what's up, you damn dirty daggers? Ooh, welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Monday, March 14, 2022, and this, well, this is episode number 400. 38. Very on deck. Hey, thank you guys for being here. I see my mic is a little low. I'm not exactly sure why it's uh, lower than it normally is, but we'll get that fixed. Hey, welcome to the program. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. Here, I'm hearing shit on my roof. I don't know what's going on. I think I'm, I'm being invaded. Uh, I hope you guys had a great weekend. I had an interesting weekend. Chris Mina! <laughs> Thank you for the 45 bits. Demato, while we were in the intro, thank you, buddy, for the five bits. Very much appreciated. And Jared Taylor kicking us off with 300 bits as well. So thank the three of you. I appreciate you getting in early. I appreciate the support. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Hey, uh, busy weekend in sports. A lot of announcements and records are broken. And March Madness brackets are set. And Irma Gerd, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff happened. Cowboys making moves. Let me zoom out here. I don't like this view. There we go. I like to see the top of the top of the bookshelves. Give some depth. Uh, lots of stuff going on. So we've got a plethora, a plethora of sports topics to get to in the NFL, the NBA, even baseball. And I'm kind of fascinated now by this beef between Kanye West and Pete Davidson. Maybe you guys can help me understand why exactly it's going on, but I just saw my buddy Kanice uh, posted some stuff about them arguing, and then I saw Pete Davidson take a shot at Kanye, and I'm here for all of it. So let's get into that. Uh, that's Demata on my roof. <laughs> no, that's not Demata on my roof. <laughs> Leave Demata alone. That's not him. He's like, hey, you owe us an hour number three. Uh, that's not true, but uh, all right, let me see. I'm trying to pull this up. All right, cool. Um, guys, I got to talk about me for a second. I mean, <laughs> it's my favorite topic. Um, couple things. One, I am absolutely the fattest I've ever been. Well, okay, maybe not, but I'm very close to it. So fattest I've ever been was 216 pounds. This morning I was 213 pounds. I am teetering on the brink of all time fatness. Hey, Steve the Weather Guy. Thank you for the bits. This at Kirk Conditions at BiffNet World Headquarters. 76 degrees. I like. Don't forget today is Monday. I'm going to have Steven's weather forecast for you coming up at the break. So stick around for that. If you live in the city of Houston, you're not going to want to miss it. Get you prepared for the week. You know what to expect. And uh, if you're CC, you know there's a lot of good golfing days ahead. So <laughs> she's got all the vacation. Um. Anyways, what is this? 
It's all time thickness berry. It is, dude. This is. I have really gone on a bender ever since I shot my special back in October, and I've let it go. I was one. What was that? One ninety two. And I'm now 213. I've gained 21 pounds since the middle of October. Now, you know, there's Thanksgiving and Christmas mixed in there, but we didn't do a lot, so it doesn't matter. No excuses. It's all because I've just been overeating and not exercising. I've been eating way too much food and delicious foods, and it's not good. So Nora and I are going to try to get right, going to try to get on a diet and get this checked. Uh, Also, this is super embarrassing to tell you. I shit my pants. No, I'm just kidding. I, uh, at the station on Friday, you guys, I fell like an old person. Like I fell down and I don't know, like you can maybe see the bruise. Oh, right there, right there. You can see some of the bruise right there, but I basically fell on my whole, like my body. So, okay. Glenn Davis was in studio on Friday, brought a soccer ball with him. He leaves, leaves the soccer ball and it's just laying around. So I'm, I'm messing around with the ball. I'm kicking it. I'm, you know, <laughs> I didn't need life alert. I bounced. So I've got the ball and I'm, you know, I'm messing with it, right? I'm doing, I don't, I don't never played soccer, so I don't know how to kick the ball around and all that. Um, and then I'm dribbling the soccer ball and whatever, just horsing around. And then, uh, they're getting ready to shoot a scene or a segment. And Devin was like, Oh, I don't have my microphone. I was like, I got it for you, fam. And so I've got the soccer ball. And so I take off running. I go around the back. Boom, boom. Ah, ah. Because I got them sick handles. Ah, ah. And as I'm doing that and headed towards the microphone in, in, this, in the CW39 studios. I don't know. I might have a picture of them. In the CW39 studios, they have these big ass cables that connect to um, all of the camera equipment and stuff. And they're, they're real big. I mean, you're talking about running cameras and cables and all that shit. And they're wrapped in this protective layer well i hit one of those cables and it slid and when it slid i got airborne and landed on my hip and my shoulder like i landed on my side and it was definitely a squad wipe i was like ggs i got <laughs> squad wipe somebody called 9 he did i was done skis and my co-host Rachel, who game day OJ pops in the chat on occasion, she saw it. And she was like, oh, my God, you fell in slow motion. She was like, you slowly. I was watching it going, Barry, no, as you went down. And she said, are you OK? Because it looks like you bounced. And I was like, no, I definitely bounced. It hurt so bad. I, I felt like for the last three days, I felt like I've been hit by a car. I am immensely sore uh i i i hurt all over <sighs> but it's okay no they didn't record it fidel uh and but i want to say something uh, i would have been okay if it was recorded and they played it because for far too many years i have laughed at old people falling and i think it's hilarious when old people fall i don't want them to break a hip i don't want to see them get hurt but I think it's funny when you watch America's Funniest Home Videos and they show the old person and that old person falls. I don't know why I think that's funny. I just do. Don't at me, hoes. Don't judge me, hoes. All right? So if they would have recorded it on accident or on purpose and aired it, 
I would have been okay with that because I would have I would have deserved that. I, I 100% would have deserved that. Uh, by the way, I saw Total Dallas. Did you highlight a message, buddy? I, I can't see. Uh, if you're okay, we can laugh. Yes, I'm okay. You can laugh. It's it's fine. I uh, I don't know what message you highlighted, but um, yeah. So I I would have I I this is karma. This is 100% karma for all the times that I've laughed at America's Funniest Home Videos and watched old people fall down. So I I I accept it. I embrace it. I deserved it. My whole right. And what's weird is I landed on this side, right? So like, how? See, like I just touched my hip. That hurt. And I landed on this shoulder, but this shoulder hurt more than this shoulder. I don't know what happened. It was a whole thing. I laid there for a second. Everyone in the studio was laughing and concerned. You ever done that? You see somebody fall and you're like, oh my God, that looked hilarious. Are you okay? I think they're dead. Oh my God. Like it's hard to not do both. I get it. I get it. So I, I deserve to be laughed at because I laugh at old people falling. Uh, and now I'm old people falling. I'm fat and I'm old and I fell and there we're out. So, um, how was my weekend? Oh, and then I replaced the horn, uh, on my car. And as you guys know, I told y'all the, the horn on my car had stopped working now. Um, all right, this is going to be kind of crazy looking here. Well, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just save this here. So I, the, the, I've decided, you know what? I'm not going to take this to a dealership. I'm a grown ass man. I can fix my own car. Um, I'm not, I'm not a, a, a mechanic per se, but I'm, I'm not, not handy. Okay. So I'm not the greatest mechanic in the world. I've changed oil before I've done my brakes. I, I've done a few things. And, and Nora was like, what the hell got into you? Why were you? I was like, hold on chief. Let's not act like daddy, you know, is a complete idiot. She was like, well, Okay, let's 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 dial it back on the hatred a little bit there, boo. Uh, hold on, let me save this because while I was okay, it's there. What in order to replace the horn? Then there's there's actually two of them, and then I think I got all the both horns on um, Amazon for like twenty eight bucks. So if you ever have to replace your horns, just do it yourself. It's like twenty eight bucks on Amazon; they work great. <laughs> Note to self, always record Barry uh, all the time in case he falls. Well, there you go. Barry, I can't lower my video quality below 1080 and it's lagging AF. Okay, well, I don't know what to tell you there, buddy. Uh, is everybody else's video lagging or is it just Fidel and his shitty internet service? I'd be curious to see. Barry still hasn't put his front bumper back on yet. No, it's on, bitch. It's back on. Is everybody's video Okay. This is just Fidel. Matt, thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. It's just Fidel. Jeez, my video is good. Thank you, Cherry. See, Fidel, you can't be bitching if it's if it's your problem and not the internet. Anyways, I take the bumper off of my car. And this little guy here shows up. Now, the problem with this is uh, I didn't know that this little guy over here Right there. I didn't know that this little guy, this is a, uh, by the way, this is a, uh, a frog. It is a petrified frog. This is a frog that has seen its better days. And, uh, I had no idea that this frog was stuck in my grill, not my grill like this, but like the grill of my car. 
So I get down, I take the grill off, all the shit falls out, whatever. I put it on the ground. I'm working. I get it all done. Go to put the grill back on. I'm under there trying to put the stupid plastic clips. By the way, how on earth can they hold a car together with these stupid ass plastic clips? It's so annoying. Nonetheless, I broke four of them. Oh, note to self. I got to order plastic clips today from Amazon. I wallered and, and rolled around on this dead ass frog for probably a good hour and a half. Had no idea, no idea that this frog was in my shirt, on my back. I moved it with my hand three or four times. Then I roll around and I look and there's this petrified frog. And that thing is hard as a rock, by the way. That thing is hard as a rock. Like I dropped it and it made a knocking sound. So that was disgusting. And it it's super creepy. And it like, ew, ew, God, ew, ew. Fidel said, I'm on my work computer with work internet. Well, there, that's why, buddy. Yeah, that's why. Uh, 701, that's Amos says, go to listen only. I have the same problem. It's a mobile thing, probably. Uh, FJ Jimenez said, I'm good. Okay. Good. I'm on my mobile and I'm good. All right. So, see, you guys, you guys, it's Fidel's issue. Don't worry about it. Um, so, that was my weekend. I wallered in a petrified frog. I fell and busted my hip and I bruised the entire left side of my body. I got some honeydews done around the house and I'm fat as shit and need to go on a diet because I'm a disgusting fat body. So there we go. I think we're all caught up. Let's get to uh, let's get to some sports headlines. All right, here's your sports headlines for the week. Well, for today at least. I don't know why that bottom one is underlined. Whatever. Don't at me, hoes. The Vikings have re-signed Kirk Cousins. Let's go, housey. Kirk Cousins signs a fully guaranteed $35 million extension through 2023. A lot of heat. I, I, I took some um I took some uh guff, shall we say, on this program for defending Kirk Cousins and saying he's not as bad as people make it out to be. Kirk Cousins isn't as bad as you guys say. He's not. Don't at me, hoes, but I don't want to hear it. Uh, but a lot of you don't believe in Kirk Cousins. You, you you think he's just a whatever. Okay. But I think Kirk Cousins is the, I said it on the Discord, Kirk Cousins is a Rodney Dangerfield of the NFL right now. He gets no respect for what he's done. So I think the, the Vikings did the right thing. When you have a good quarterback, not great. I don't know if Kirk Cousins is... Super Bowl material, but I'll tell you this. I think if you put Kirk Cousins on the Rams team, the most recent team to win a Super Bowl, or if you would have put him on the Bucks team if Brady would have stayed retired, we'll get to that in a second. I think those teams flourish. I do. Whatever. Uh, the Nationals and Nelson Cruz have agreed to a one-year $15 million contract. Nelson Cruz is 138 years old. That's that's. I'm not even exaggerating. He's actually... And that's not even converting it to Canadian age. There's a, but no, and Nelson Cruz is an old ass man, but he's still raking. So he's still raking in the dough. Yankees acquired Josh Donaldson and traded Gary Sanchez and Gio Ursula to the twins. So the Gary Sanchez era in New York is over with. Eh, eh. Dude is an absolute defensive liability. He's a true three outcome kind of guy. He's either going to strike out, uh, walk, or hit a home run. There's no three. He's actually probably a two outcome. What's going on? My screen just went blank. 
He's probably more of a two-outcome guy. Strike out or home run. He's just... The Gary Sanchez that we saw as a rookie is is not the same Gary Sanchez we see now. And again, he's a defense. I mean, Astros fans can tell you he's a defensive liability behind the plate. Hell, he's the reason the Astros beat the Yankees uh, in a series a couple years ago. So I think that was the World Series uh, year, right? 2017 when he had all those dropped balls at the plate. So, uh, Yanks move on, acquire some third base help, and Josh Donaldson, Gary Sanchez, Gio Ursula on the move to Minnesota. Celtics retire Kevin Garnett's jersey. Anything is possible! Including having your jersey retired in Boston when you were pretty much known as being a Timberwolf for most of your career. There we are. And the Cardinals brought back tight end Zach Ertz on a three-year, $31 million deal. So congrats to congrats to Zach Ertz. There's still more football dues, though, folks. There is uh hold on. I got to make sure it works right here. Zoom out. Yeah, it works. Cousins will never be a legend on the field, but definitely Hall of Famer at the bank. I mean, I think given the right circumstances... Dude, look, look at Stafford. No one talked about Matt Stafford, and now all of a sudden everybody's like, Hall of Fame? Is he Hall of Fame? Is he? I mean, he got a Super Bowl ring. Is he Hall of Fame? The same will be true with Kirk Cousins. If and when Kirk Cousins wins the Super Bowl, all y'all are going to shut up about Kirk Cousins and his value and, and, and worth and everything else because the same kind of thing could happen. If you put Kirk Cousins in a position to win, and and, and uh, Housey made the, the point on the Discord way better than anyone else because House is a Vikings fan. He just said that the Vikings defense has been trash since Kirk Cousins has been there. If you look at their rankings, I think the one year they were ranked in the top 10 was the one year they were really good. I mean, you you know, you can have good quarterbacks, but if, if, if you don't have anything around him, it's just n- not going to show. And go look statistically. If you don't believe me, go look where Kirk Cousins ranks statistically amongst the better quarterbacks. One of the most impressive things is his lack of interceptions. I'm not going to say it's Aaron Rodgers-esque, but it's pretty damn close. I mean, he is efficient with the football. He does not turn it over a lot, and that's huge. Uh, Celio, what's up, dude? Celio said the commanders would be better off with Cousins than with Wentz or anything else they've had since him. True. True. Although I don't think Kirk Cousins going to the Washington commanders makes them a Super Bowl caliber team either. I could be wrong. Uh, they got a lot of work to do. What's up, Philip Bernard? They would have a lot of work to do, but I, yeah, I don't think that that's, that's necessarily the case, uh, for the commanders. Uh, what's up to everybody on pod being listening, by the way, appreciate you guys tuning in over there. Jared Taylor, Christopher Reyes, Titan Hugo, uh, Erickson has popped in for a second, but then he gone. Chris Reyes is still on the campaign to save the bean. Eric Resendez in the chat said beaners. Hello. Chris Reyes said, what's up beaners? Chris Reyes, hashtag save the beam am in New York and still showing up to the show. Eric Resendez, I love you for that, buddy. Thank you. Don't say we're not loyal. Save hashtag save the bean. Oh, e, Eric, I would never say that. Ever, never, 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 ever, never. Uh, hello, AMA. Oh, Anna. Okay, Anna popped in for a second. Anna Iwarama, and she's gone, or he's gone. Emma, I don't know. All right. Cousins is the opposite of clutch. You shut your dirty whore mouth. Why would you say that? Why you know? Why do you guys hate Kirk Cousins so much? I just don't understand it. It's the weirdest thing. 
I mean, the dude, he, he, what did he not come to your bar mitzvah, Matt? Come on. What's up, Harry? Just over here fighting off all this Kirk Cousins hate. Uh, Walt said Cousins has stunk in every primetime game of his career. Well, that doesn't mean that that's his career. Hey, what's up, Kyle King? Kyle said, hello, I'm bored. Want to yell at each other? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins is the nickelback of the NFL. Bitch, I will fight you, Steven the Weather Guy. I swear to everything holy. I will fight you. Uh, no, I just, I'm, it's a, it's a thing. It's not you, buddy. Uh, in fact, I was, we need to, okay. I guess I can go ahead and say this here. Um, actually, come on, Kyle, get on the show. We'll do it. I I was trying to hold true to a thing, but fuck it. Let's, uh, we're not going to do the whole show though. Let's do, uh, let's do, are you streaming right now, Kyle? Are you streaming right now? Uh, give me a big old fuck you then. Uh, I used nope. I'm uh, I I got a good ten minutes. Okay, all right. Let's. Do you still have the link, Kyle? Just use that link if you still have the link. Just use that link. Do I need to send it again? Huh? Do I need to send it again? Do I? Do I? Do I? Let me see. Open call manager. Let's see, Kyle. Okay. If your internet still works. Cousins is a great fantasy football player as long as he plays at noon on Sundays. Stop it, Walt. Stop it. Uh, Look at this photograph of Kirk Cousins throwing an interception. See, that's where you're wrong. Kirk Cousins doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. That's where you're wrong. That's that's not an accurate statement. If you go back and look, he doesn't tend to throw a lot of of interceptions. Uh, Uh... what? What was terrible this morning? Kyle's? I don't know what y'all are talking about. I'll, I'll ignore it. Uh, where's Kyle in my text? <sighs> Let's see. This is thanks for derailing the whole goddamn program. Thanks for derailing the whole show, Kyle King. Swear to God. Swear on everything holy. I don't see you joined in the chat. You're joined in the chat. Join in the chat. Yeah, I don't see it. This is a mess. This is a goddamn nightmare, people. I can't I can't function like this. <sighs> Not thrilled about this right now. <laughs> All right. Uh let me see here. Now that this whole show is off the rails. Oh, and he's got internet problems. Super fantastic. This is going to make for a shitty segment if this internet doesn't work. Kyle, I could murder your stupid dumb face right now for for derailing this show like this. How dare you, sir? Guilt me into this. But I do want to talk to you about something. Uh, Amos said, keep the party going. Oh, Barry, Nitz, or Ebb. Ah, you got it, CC. Thank you for getting that. Thank you for getting that. No, I didn't think anybody would get that. That was back in my new wave days. All right, Kyle, I'm sending you a fucking text again. Use that link. It's on your text machine. No, Demata. No, 
No, not sending you the link to join the show. It's already now off the rails. I like to have a smooth Monday. We get into the week. This is why I usually don't have guests on Mondays except for Jenny, his mom, at 315. But she's not going to be here, which is why I made the exception for Kyle. Otherwise, I'd be like, no, we have a guest at 315. So we're good. But I'll make the exception, one, because Kyle's a cool dude. And two, uh, yeah, it's whatever. My whole rhythm is off, you guys. I don't know. I don't know what to do now. We were talking about Kirk Cousins. Let's move on past that. Let's get on past Kirk Cousins. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the big news as we wait on Kyle King to take his sweet ass time and join the show. Uh, let's talk about the big news. Tom Brady. Well, that didn't last long. That didn't last long at all. Tom Brady is back, folks. Six weeks he was retired. He didn't even go the number of weeks on his jersey. He didn't even last 12 weeks. Tom Brady, already back, unretires, says he's not ready, says he doesn't feel like a guy that would be, you know, off of the the the, the field. And I think he just met his kids for the first time. I think he was around his kids and was like, holy shit, these guys are terrors. I got to go back to work. This is awful. Are you kidding me? Look, if you're the goat, if you're Tommy, if you're Tommy goat, you do what you want. I don't give a shit. You want to retire, unretire, retire, unretire. It's like whatever. I did see a meme that Tom said, "Fuck these kids." Like you kind of get the feeling that's what it was. But I think too, you know, there's a ton of different incentives, and I think his family was like, "Go, oh, Dad. It's okay. Go be great still." Uh, Celio said, "While we're on the topic, any prideful goat news? None yet." Unfortunately, none yet, Cilio. Still waiting on Christopher Hart to get back to me about when this whiskey's going to be ready. Gas prices making his ass go back to work. That could be it, too, truck driver Pookie. That very well could be it. He's like, oh, shit, I got to take you out to soccer practice? Daddy's going back to work. <laughs> but that's CC had more days off in a row than TB12. That's pretty much true, too. Uh, all right, I think we have Kyle King. I heard the bloom, bloom, bloom. <laughs> Look at this raggedy bitch showing up. Look at this raggedy bitch. First of all, first of all, <laughs> fuck you and Josh for talking all of that shit the other day. Now I can't get frustrated without going ah! and being like, God dang it, I'm just giving Barry fucking <laughs> cannon fodder. Yeah, well, uh, you know what? By the way, uh, Kyle King joins the program. Welcome to the program, buddy. Uh, Thank you, man. I, just, I don't know why I have to be professional. No one gives a shit. But I'm like, joining the program for me. I'm doing the old radio. All right, guys, on the line right now on the uh, the Diet Coke hotline, we have Kyle King. Um, yeah, Very so, on deck, rocking the dock. So, wait, docking? What? Hold on. Yeah, uh, oh, are we going to no, dock? No, not on state night. Sure? I'll tell you that. Much. You're you bringing sure? the wrong meat. I'm positive. I'm 100% positive of that. I did well, clear you know, it with the wife, though. April 2nd. Uh, it's on and popping. Oh, yeah. It's on and popping? Okay. It's on and popping. April 2nd. It's a steak off. Uh -huh. Can't wait to put my meat in your and Josh's mouth. It's gonna uh, be great. Likewise, it's just going to be a big old meat <laughs> off. It's going to be a meat spin party. Please don't Google meat spin, people. Whatever. Yeah, do. don't <laughs> don't Google that or type in my name. All you know, <laughs> no all one in. Don't space. <laughs> Please don't do that. Jesus, that was a lot of penis. Ooh, I mean, it could have been more. It, it could have been more. Uh, <laughs> see, 
I have the opposite take of you with Tom Brady. Okay. Okay. I think I think his family is like the rest of America was just fucking tired of him. And they were just like, please go back to work for the I, love of God, Dad. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, I mean, wouldn't it? Like, this guy's not around, you know, all the time. Like, they probably got tired of being like, but dad, I don't want one almond for dessert, you know? Like <laughs> Dad, if we have to have avocado ice cream, by the way, have you ever had avocado ice cream? I've never had it. They say it's no, not it bad. Sounds good. It sounds good. Uh, I don't know if I want avocados in my ice cream, but apparently uh, it's I. Yeah, I. Well, okay. I would I would take avocado in my ice cream over like mint. What? Oh, really? Not a chocolate mint chocolate chip never mint been, guy. Never been a big chocolate chip mint fan like i i don't know to me that's almost like toothpaste and uh and and uh orange, orange juice, juice you know okay. what i mean like it just yeah, yeah. doesn't go together for me no I, I i dig that i dig that tony said avocado ice cream is fine okay fine yeah. you, I mean, that, that wasn't a ringing endorsement for <laughs> avocado ice cream by the way tony right. it's fine fine it's fine. like that's It'll... what you say about kurt cousins kurt cousins oh is no fine. listen you know, listen fine. are you on that same bandwagon you don't think kurt cousins is is worth the money you don't think he's a good nfl quarterback i think he's okay is he 35 million dollars worth <laughs> no absolutely not no chance in hell like i'm now convinced that somehow kirk cousins for as mediocre as he is making all of that money he has to be roger goodell's secret nephew or something like there's no other explanation for it like dude just keeps getting he just keeps he cannot perform in a he cannot perform in a big time game he shuts down whenever it's a primetime game. If it's a noon throwaway game against like the Bears or something, awesome. He's your guy. But if you want somebody who's going to win a playoff game, who's going to win the big one, Kirk Cousins has proved time and time again Man. he ain't that dude. They said that about a lot of people, and then they go on to win. Then they say that about Andy Reid. He just couldn't win the big one. Andy yeah, Reid wasn't he, a good coach. He just he couldn't get over the hump. He could never win in the playoffs. He could get you there, but he couldn't win in the playoffs. And now Andy Reid is going to go down as one of the greatest coaches in NFL history because he stumbled yeah. upon Patrick Mahomes. It's amazing what having help around you can do. Kirk Cousins has not had a good defense in Minnesota in a very long time. He didn't have any support when he was in Washington. Think about his numbers that he puts up, his lack of interceptions. He doesn't turn the ball over. He's efficient. One of the highest QB ratings in the league over the last couple of years it's not his fault that the 52 other guys on his team aren't as good as he is say for a couple jefferson justin jefferson is better than him dalvin cook is better than him okay i would even say adam thielen when he was healthy better than when healthy like Uh, look i do like as as good i won't say better but as good as him I, I am i am not a kirk cousins hater i think that he like nickelback gets a lot of shit uh-huh. For just no reason. Oh, you a Nickelback you know? fan? Not a huge Nickelback fan. There's some stuff that I like. I bought their first albums. Listen, you know? I'm I'm with you. It, you would catch me singing "Photograph" in the car, and uh, not see, think "Photograph" twice is about, about when I checked out. That's about when I checked really? out on Nickelback. Oh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't bit. tell you another Nickelback song other than "Photograph." So for me. I thought it was a good song. I don't give a shit if people don't like them. It's whatever. It's okay. It got it got overplayed, but they have some like legitimate songs that are pretty badass. You know, I don't dislike Nickelback. I've seen them live at a Buzzfest. They oh, yeah. put on a good 
put on a good show, you know? So do they? Why would I? Yeah. Like what, do you, what constitutes you know, like, a good show? See, I've never understood uh, this Kyle. I'm not a, I'm not a, uh, concert guy. I don't, I don't get jazz to go to concerts, uh, which is probably weird being a stand up comic. You would think stage stuff would be my thing, but I just don't want to go to a concert and be shoulder to shoulder with a bunch of weirdos that stink and listen to music that I could listen to in the car or on my yeah. headphones or anywhere else and it just doesn't like live i don't know it doesn't do it for me i'm not that guy you? So, for, so for me when it comes to a live show i mean either the music needs to be just 100 percent top notch can't get it anywhere else mm -hmm. or it needs to be interactive for the like i like pyro during shows okay I, I enjoy uh, I enjoy things like where they're interacting with the crowd. I enjoy a high energy presence. Like I saw a puddle of mud one time at a show and they all just stood there and played their instruments. And it was the same thing. It was like, I could just go into my car yeah. and listen to this. Like, what are you doing? That is different. You know, Nickelback kind of changes it up. They got a lot of high energy. They've got the pyro. They do beer, uh, beer o'clock where they just start chucking beers out to the audience. Like, oh, really? Like, here we go. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, now you've you know. got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you start throwing $10 beers my way. I'm like, yes, yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> right here. Oh, man, I'll show you tits. I don't give a day. You're throwing beers I, out. Let's go. Yeah, beers out, tits look, out. I have shown my tits for less. I show my tits on here for hype trains. So, yeah, I'm going to show it for a $10 beer at a Nickelback concert. Uh, D minus Van Halen. Van Halen was a kick ass concert. What's the best concert you've ever been to, Kyle King? Shit. Best concert I've ever been to. Uh, Zappa on Zappa was pretty was pretty cool but that was more like musically that was awesome yeah not much of like a a, a stage show alice cooper was awesome oh that i saw alice cooper puts on a hell of a show i could um, see that um ghost was really good velvet revolver was badass so was audio slave okay so i don't know i don't know i i can't like sit here and well, say oh have... my God, greatest concert ever boy we have different lists of concerts we've been to uh, my last uh, Cody two concerts is always good. My last two concerts were John Legend and okay. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> See, I would go. To, I would go. To, what's so funny is like being in the country music scene because, yeah, yeah. like, that's how I got my. That's where I get all my stuff in radio. I've always been on the music side. Right. Um. I always get. You know, people are always just like, "Oh, like you work for a pop station, you must love pop music," or "You work for a country station, you must only love country." And it's like, I like everything, man. Yeah. Like I don't like today. Honestly, I've been in my car twice today. Once to drop off my daughter. Once to go return my uh, to switch out my modem with uh, with Fomfast. In the morning, I'm listening to Cody Johnson, Chris Stapleton, John Party. On the way to Comcast and on the way back. I'm listening to Snoop, Eminem, yeah. you know, like yeah. my musical variety is all over the place. It depends on my mood. I'm with you. I'm the same way. If you look at all the playlists on my YouTube music channel, I've got like old yeah. school R&B, old school country, old school hip hop, golden era hip hop, new hip hop. Like it's, I got cult yeah. country, old school country, new school country. Uh, but that comes from being a lot, way back in the day. I was a DJ at a, at a nightclub in Conroe. Uh -huh. 
And what, there was the kind of club where you had to play everything. You had to play country. You had to play rock. You had to play mm-hmm. dance, hip hop, slow, slow jam, slow music for. So, yeah, it, it was an eclectic thing. And I was always into hip hop and then slowly yes. started to branch out. And But being into hip hop and then producing music, I was more into music. I was more into yeah. sampling. So I wanted to hear everything. I'm, I had made yeah. a song one time using um, using a guitar riff from uh mm-hmm. not not jerry lee lewis what's the dude that sings um oh god damn it i can't think of his name or the song it's a it's a, a song about a cajun dude uh yeah no no this is like uh this is like explaining a movie to my wife i don't know what he's been in i don't know his name but you know the guy right the guy um it's not is it just uh is i can hear Tom this Waite? no Tom Petty? no it's a country singer uh, he sings about down in uh, Thibodeau, Mississippi. Oh God, what is the name? It's gonna drive me insane. I hate this so much. Oh. I can hear the guitar riff. It's like, oh, I can't. God damn it! Just kind of, it's kind of, it just kind of sounded like Leonard Skinner. Tom, no, First not Tom T. Hall, not Jerry How dare Lee you Lewis. think all country sounds alike, okay? <sighs> it's very racist of me. Like, uh, but, you know, that, that's always been my kind of thing, too, because it's like, you know, like when it comes to comedians, I don't just like one set of comedy, you know? Like, I mean, I love Burt Kreischer, I love you, uh, Jim Gaffigan, no. John Mulaney, but I also love guys like, you know, Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, oh, Bernie yeah. Mac. Like, you know, it's a wide variety. I've never, ever, when it came, when it's come to anything entertainment, I have never believed in just liking one particular genre. Good There's just so much out there that's so good that it's like, yeah. why would I lock down one? You narrow your I focus. I don't just watch. You, you miss out on a lot of great content. You miss out on a lot of great music or comedians yes. or other things. Yeah, I, and I, I totally agree with that. Speaking of that, by the way, I was watching. You mentioned Steve Harvey, Cedric for the Entertainer. Uh, my buddy Walt, I don't know if he's still in the chat, but Walt hipped me to a show I think you would like. Uh, it's only got three parts right now. It says it's season one, uh, okay. but it's up to three episodes. But what's up, T-Mac? But uh, no, not Hank Williams, VB. It's not Hank Williams, not Kid Rock, Truck Driver, Pookie, not Tom T. Hall, not Jerry Lee Lewis, but it's like Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, I'm going to figure that song out before I get out of here. Um, I'm, it's going to fucking drive me absolutely insane. Um. So but there's a show called Fat Tuesdays on Amazon Prime, and it's about okay. the uh, the the uh, on Tuesdays at the comedy store. Guy Tory started Fat Tuesdays, and it was it was mm. it, was, it was urban comedy, <gasps> as they oh, say. I did see this. Oh, dude, I love this. It's so because I, oh, I didn't really know so the good. history of Fat Tuesday. I didn't really know. Like, I was never a Guy Tory fan. I wasn't a Joe Tory fan. But all of yeah. the comics that he put on and put over. I'm huge fans of, and I had no idea how instrumental Guy Tory was in all of these careers. And when you go Isn't back, it cool? it's fascinating, cool. dude. It's a whole, it's a great watch. I I love stuff like that where you find like the people who inspired the people that you watch. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I've always found that that fascinating. Like the Pixies were a band that you always that I always heard about when it came to guys like Nirvana. Uh, you know, like in that grunge set, they would always credit the Pixies, and I'd be like, "Oh shit, I've never really heard of them." And then I go and I listen, and look. Sometimes I'm like, "Yeah, this is really good. I can't believe they're not bigger than they are." Or you know, most of the time it's like, 
okay, I can kind of see why they're not really that known, but where people get their influence from. So it's definitely fun uh, yeah. to see that. Like, like when it comes to comedy, though, who, uh, Bill Hicks, that is his name. Yep. Everybody talks about Bill Hicks. Not for me. I, I don't you know, know why. It, I have tried. <laughs> it's funny. He's a Houston guy. You know, he, yep. he was internationally a huge success. He was big locally. Yep. He started off as just kind of a regular old guy. And then apparently he morphed into the comic that he became known to be uh, after uh, doing mushrooms and, and doing some psychedelics <laughs> and evolving. But he started, yeah. he kind of, he broke because he was, he was, had this kind of anti-establishment uh, voice and it became yeah. huge. And like, I think he was opening for punk bands. I don't know if you know this or not, but he was opening for punk really? rock bands doing this anti-establishment comedy. And he became, he started to build this cult following of punk uh, music lovers. And it just kind of grew into this whole thing where he's, you know, the, the black outfit and the cigarette and yep. railing on the establishment and stuff. And that was kind of his, his jerk. But if you go and look at early Bill Hicks, it's just though, you know, he's a Texas outlaw comic. He was with Andy yeah. Huggins and these guys and they were just all yep. just whatever. It wasn't a theme. It was just go do comedy just with a name on it. But Bill Hicks hadn't died. He'd be Joe Rogan. Yes, a guy, another guy that doesn't make me laugh, but that I very much respect what they do. But I don't laugh at Joe Rogan's comedy. I don't laugh at Bill Hicks's comedy. I'll be honest with you. I don't really laugh at George Carlin, but I think they're great at what they do. It's just not my style. I grew up on Def Jam. So when I watch Steve Harvey, I laugh my ass off. Right. I mean, if Mike Epps, one of my faves, like I there's my style of comedy that I enjoy is much different than theirs, but I don't doubt their greatness. I just don't. It's Carlin Carlin was awesome until his older year. His older years, he just seemed to get like really bitter yeah. and pissed off. And it was just like, like I don't know. It was railing too negative against for me. the establishment. Yeah, exactly. And and like and Rogan, what's so funny is like Rogan is another one of those guys for me where it's like I don't really laugh at his stand-up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but all of the people that he is friends with, Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, Bill Burr. All of those guys, I find hilarious. Burr's Love my favorite. Burr's my absolute favorite comic right now. Uh, of, of any Bill comic, Burr's. if you if you made me pick one comic that was my favorite that I could just listen to over and over, it was it, it's Bill Burr. I just love he's what he so does because he's a great writer, but he's a great he's just great off the cuff. And a lot of these guys yeah. that say that they're great, like you're gonna see. I don't want to name names because I don't want to be that guy. But there are comedians right. out there that'll be like comedian destroys heckler. And it's 100% fabricated. It's 100% yeah. false. Not that that heckler was a plant, but these comics know what they're doing. And what they'll do is they'll go out and they'll make something controversial. They'll say something controversial, knowing that someone in the crowd is going to yell something close to what they expect. And then they just yeah. go on this rant about it. So it's all very calculated. So 90% or I shouldn't say 90, 50% of those heckler destroys or, or comedian destroys heckler is bullshit. Some of them are. Yeah. I mean, I have one on, on my YouTube channel that was 20 minutes of me just going off. Wasn't planned. Just but yeah. some of those you can tell if you if you see something really controversial followed by a heckler, followed by 10 minutes of destroying the heckler, probably calculated. Um Yeah, that's I mean it's the same thing like in radio, you know. I mean, like if yeah. I'm coming up with a bit on the morning show, you know, it's like I've already pre-planned the bit, like what I'm gonna talk about. And same thing. If I know it's controversial, I know I'm going to get a call yep. that's going to set up what I need to do. I, I get that. And it's and look, I got nothing against it. Like that's a whole 
that's a whole performance thing and promotional thing. And I, yeah. you know, I ain't about to sit there and tell somebody how to promote their, their own stuff or, you know, like, do you, but yeah, like no, most of the time when I see so-and-so destroys heckler, I'm yeah, like, yeah, like, bullshit. Yeah, it is. By the way, some of the handsome uh, said, I bet total Dallas loves Larry, the Campbell guy. Okay. So it wasn't Conway 20. I have the answer. I Googled it while Kyle was talking. I'm smooth like that. Uh, it wasn't Conway Twitty. It wasn't Charlie Daniels. Amos said Chappelle doesn't make me laugh. Not as much anymore. I'll be honest with you. Um, yeah, same here. But he did uh, immensely. Ma- in fact, he was one of my favorite deaf comedy jam comedians back in 1991. I'm, that's how far I- back I remember Dave Chappelle. A lot of folks remember him from, you know, Dazed and, or what was it? Yes, Dazed and Confused. Was that what it was? Uh, what was the weed smoking he movie in, he was in? Was it Dave? Half baked. Half baked. Thank you. Uh, or you know his special, but I remember him being on um, Def Comedy Jam, not knowing who he was. I just knew he had a a, a crazy weird accent because he was from DC, but he was fucking hilarious. Uh, all right. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, not Charlie Daniels. Uh, hum the lyrics in the Google. No, not Jimmy Dean, Big Bad John. Nope. It was. Got to got to build up the drama. <laughs> Jerry Reed, Amos Moses. Oh, have you heard this song? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, you got. I can't I play not. it. Obviously, I'll get a copyright strike. But there's a guitar riff. Play a little right bit of it. Are uh, uh, oh, you trying to get me kicked off air? Oh, I mean, ass Kyle. Yeah. By the way, uh, 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 deckheads, you can head on over to my show when he gets canceled. <laughs> yeah, new stream hours, two to four p.m. <laughs> Monday through Thursday. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Uh, hey, what's up, Tulian? What's up, Tulian? How are you? By the way, everybody listening on Podbean, thanks for hanging out with us. This is a live-streamed Twitch show. I have Podbean set up for those of you that can't watch, but you want to listen uh, live so you can do that on Podbean. I don't usually go to that chat, so I apologize if I'm not more active over there with you guys in that chat, but I am aware that you are there. I thank you for listening, and I hope you're enjoying the show. Make sure you go follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Give it a follow. Talking to Kyle King of the Kyle King Show, who you should also follow on Twitch. Uh, how radio was that, right? <laughs> I did that, that for the great. listeners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Amos Amos Moses was the song, and I took that guitar riff and put it into a hip-hop song, and it actually wasn't too bad. Now, um, nice. Let's get back to some football talk. Uh, did you see the news where the Cowboys have traded Amari Cooper but then re-upped Gallup for a multi-year deal? Thoughts on this, Cow King? I think that's a great move for them. Amari Cooper, apparently, you know, again, if you if you believe the reports, was getting into it with Dak Prescott, where he literally called him the black Kirk Cousins. If he's fighting with your star Double quarterback. Slander. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, but like. Look, if he's fighting with your quarterback and you already have C.D. Lamb, why is Amari Cooper going to continue to be there? Like, like Amari Cooper is no longer Amari Cooper. He is now the like, hey, we want a wide receiver one. And your mom goes, we have wide receiver one at home and wide receiver one at home is Amari. (laughs) You know, I I didn't think I I, look. he didn't have the best numbers, but I still think he might have been barely. The best receiver on there, I, it, it was definitely a 1-1-A on that team. Not in general, not overall, but I, I feel like it was a 1-1-A with him and CeeDee Lamb. Uh, but you could tell that this was going to be CeeDee Lamb's team and his receiving core, and he was going to be the no-doubt number one on this team. So at some point, you got to make the move. 
I do think that they settled though. Would they get a fifth and a sixth from the from the Browns? That's settling. Yes, they, for Amari that, Cooper. That was a, so that tells me that makes me believe that the rumors were true. You know that he was causing a problem in the locker room, and it was yeah. like, and and look, Amari Cooper's still going to want wide receiver one money because in his mind he's still the number one guy. When in reality, it, it it's C.D. Lamb. C.D. Yeah. Lamb's younger. He's more explosive. I mean, shit. Amari Cooper is what do you have eight hundred fifty yards last year. Something. Uh, nice. where was I? I don't know. But he was the. If we're looking at fantasy wise, he was the twenty seventh. Uh, overall in PPR this year, Mm -hmm. uh, which was down from, he was 15th last year. Now he's 27th. He's also 27 years old. Uh, Wide receivers tend to start dropping off at the age of 28 anyways. And then you go and look at a guy like Michael Gallup, who I think Gallup is equally as talented as Amari Cooper. He's about two years younger, but he's only got four years experience, so he doesn't have the wear and tear Mm -hmm. uh, like Amari Cooper does, and he seems to get along with everybody. That's going to be huge for him. And so you've got Dallas Schultz coming back. You've got CeeDee Lamb. Now you've got uh, Michael Gallup, so you have your your one, your two, and your tight end. Plus you've got Zeke in the backfield. Sure, you know, they, they settled for what they traded for Cooper. But again, that just tells me that he was an asshole. Yeah, that's probably true. The locker room part of it might be the biggest reason why he was gone. Um, But yeah, so Amari Cooper, 865 yards, uh, 104 targets, 68 receptions, and he had eight touchdowns in 15 games. To your point, though, CeeDee Lamb, 16 games played, 79 targets, so about 10 more than Cooper. uh, Had uh, 100, let's see, I'm sorry. At 120 receptions, so about 16 more than Cooper, and had 1,100 yards. So, but only six yeah. touchdowns. So he had less touchdowns, I, more yards. I mean, he was he was going he was moving towards. We we saw this when kind of Andre Johnson was on his way out, and yep. uh, DeAndre Hopkins was going to be the guy. You kind of saw this passing of the guard thing, and that's kind of what you were seeing here. But that doesn't mean that you can't have a one one a. But like to your point, which I think is is probably the reason. The, the the off the field locker room stuff was probably a big reason why. I just think they could have gotten I also, more. I I think they could have gotten more. But there was too. talks they were going to waive him. There was talks they were just going to release him and get nothing. Yeah. So you're you're fine if you get a five and a six for a guy you were just going to cut that you were just going to get rid of. Yeah. So well, plus I think Michael Gallup had he not gotten injured, I think Gallup would have overtaken Amari Cooper for the number. I think he would have outperformed Cooper. Very well honestly. could have been. Yeah. And so now it's just next man up here. You get rid of Cooper. You go ahead and get some draft. You unload that contract a little bit. Now Baker gets a chance to go suck with a different quarter uh, with a different wide receiver. One. Yeah. Uh, also very interesting that Jarvis Landry just got cut for nothing. Right. I thought I thought Landry was going to have some sort of trade value. Yeah. I look. I it's. It, it's always weird to me because you think, okay, well, if you're going to cut him, why would I trade for him? But then you think, well, somebody else might get him, you know, you the, the waiver priority. So I, I guess that that factors into it. But, dude, that's, that's the crazy thing about the NFL. You'll see big names just getting cut just because of salary implications and otherwise. By the way, CC has a oh, good yeah. point about Gallup. He did tear his ACL, I think, what, four or five games in? Wasn't long. And he's going to be rehabbing, so you're, it's a it's a risky proposition. Is he going to be back? Is he going to be healthy? Look, if this was 15 years ago, I think you'd be more concerned. But in 2022, the way people rebound from ACL injuries, 
now with the medical advances we have, it's not as concerning as it was 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, look, OBJ bounced back with a, uh, with an ACL again, he wasn't doing much in Cleveland, but he showed as soon as he went to some place that had a competent quarterback that yeah. he could actually, you know, still do OBJ things. Um, uh, Chris Godwin coming off an ACL, uh, uh, this season as well, along with Gallup and Robert Wood. So, you know, again, these are not huge things. Remember, you know, Adrian Peterson mm-hmm. tore his ACL, came back better than ever. Yeah. You know, uh, th- this is no longer, ACLs are no longer a career killer. And if anything, I mean, again, look at Saquon Barkley. Barkley ain't going to be, you know, Barkley ain't missing much time. He, again, he can't really stay healthy, but that has nothing to do with an ACL. He got a high ankle sprain and kind of screwed him up, but he's back to being, you know, Saquon Barkley. Uh, this, this is a non-factor. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like Tommy John surgery now. Like, yeah, it's a big deal, but it's not what it used to be. Like Tommy John, you were right. probably going to be done. You weren't ever going to be. You the were same. done. That's not the case now. Guys come back bigger, yeah. better, stronger than ever after Tommy John. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, the surgeries have gotten better. And not only that, the rehab has gotten better. Like these guys know how to rehab those those portions and get you back bigger, better, stronger these days. It's just, you know, again, it's just modern medicine taking over. Yeah. T-Max said uh, it's P- P- pro football focus reporting Gallup's knee surgery last Thursday on the tournament ACL went well. And that uh, more than that, the Dallas Cowboys free agent will be 100 percent by August, so he should be back in time. Good. So he didn't. Go. He didn't bet on any. He didn't bet on any games while he was out, did he? <laughs> yeah. Right. No. I think he's good. I think he'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah, because to- God, God forbid, he bet on a game that is you know with a career. partner with the NFL. Otherwise, you can't have that. Can't Not do at it all. All right, I got to pee. We're going to take a break. Kyle King, I appreciate you popping on. Uh, hey, let thanks you, for having me, man. Let your boy Tooth Pete know that uh, we're going to do the meat off. The meat the meet and greet? Okay, I don't know what to call this. Actually, I do kind of like calling it the meet and greet, although yeah. we all know each other. Yeah, it'd be, but yeah, we haven't. There's not been a lot of in-person interaction, so that'll be true. Different. That'll be very different. true. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to, we're going to make that happen. I don't know if we're going to stream it or if we're just going to record it and have it available later. I don't know what we're going to do, but if nothing else, we'll just get together, hang out and cook meat and stuff. I mean, that's the part that I'm looking for. Fuck all the other people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Fuck them. All right. Well, I'm going to go pee into the Diet Coke. All of them. All of them. Hey, I appreciate you popping on, man. This was fun. Peace out. All right, homie. Later. Y'all that is Kyle King and, uh, make sure you go follow him at the Kyle King show. Great follow. Dude has so much energy. I love what he does. He's a lot of fun on air. If you're not watching me, you should be watching Kyle King, dude. It is a blast to watch him stream. So make sure you give him a follow and support him when he's on air. Okay, true to word, I got to pee. I'm going to go get another Diet Coke. I'm empty. And uh, when we come back, we've got a lot more to discuss. So much to talk about. We've got the NFL stuff out of the way, but we have a lot of basketball to get to, including LeBron James is in rarefied air. So is Greg Popovich. Uh, the brackets are set. Let's talk a little March Madness because you know your boy is all about no. Um, I've got this one story I didn't get to last week about uh, cameraman and Tennessee cheerleaders. I want to get to that. And uh, also Pete Davidson and Kanye West. We got to talk about this because, ooh, careful what you wish for when you go at a stand-up comedian. All that and more right after this break. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Labanek. Stick around. Steven, the weather guy, has your weather update if you're here in Houston. Don't go anywhere. Hey, deckhead. Steven Music here with your BiffNet forecast update. 
Well, we got a good week coming up. We got a couple of showers today that we have to deal with. Uh, some showers and storms later today. This is the radar at about uh, oh dinner time or so. You see some light showers moving through, and then a line of storms starts coming through around midnight, 1 a.m. And it pushes on through with a with a cold front. Not going to be much of a cold, too much of a cold front, um, but it'll drop the temperatures back down to around 70 degrees tomorrow. Warm back up into the mid 70s Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Friday there's another small front coming through, drops us down into the mid to low 70s for the weekend. That's all I got. It's a pretty good forecast this week. Stick around after the break. I'm your host, Bear Lamanek. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't, can go have sex with yourself. All right. Cleaning it up a little bit. Trying not to curse as much. Uh, my my uh, thanks to Kyle King again for joining me. Um, it was a fun dude, man. It's just an easy conversation with him. Always, uh, always enjoy it. Shout out to everybody over on Podbean. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. I hope pop 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 zero zero. What's up, Ray Lucio? What's up, Tulian? What's up, Eric Resendez, Jared Taylor, Christopher Reyes, and Titan Hugo. And a partridge in a pear tree. Uh, one more time, if you're new over there and you're listening on Podbean, just understand this is a live streamed show on Twitch. I'm on every day, uh, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 4 p.m. Twitch.tv forward slash Barry on Deck. Go on over, give it a follow, join us in the chat. I don't really pay attention to the chat too much on Podbean. It's just so folks can listen live if they can't watch live. So, uh, and by the way, if you haven't hit follow, do me a solid and follow this channel here on Twitch. I would appreciate that. Just just click the follow button. Doesn't cost you anything. Uh, we've got uh, how many people are listening right now? How many people are watching right now? Forty six folks. If you haven't followed the program yet, just uh, click on the little follow. It's uh. No big deal. And uh, I would appreciate that. What's up, Clarence? Clarence said Kim K getting passed around more than a collection plate at Osteen's church. I mean, I think there's a flaw in this argument, Clarence. And I'm going to take exception to it because we never say that about dudes. We only really say that about chicks. And I don't think that's fair to, to the females. Okay. I think that we always say stuff like that about a female because she's had more than one partner or boyfriend or whatever, but you'll never hear a dude. No one said Derek Jeter got passed around more than a plate. You know? I mean, CC said, but where's the lie? Well, we don't say that when Derek Jeter sleeps with a bunch of chicks or he's with a bunch of women, it's like, ah, look at all the skins on the wall. 
But if Kim K's out here knocking out athletes and rappers and comedians, ah, she's getting passed around. It's not that's not fair. Either either Kim's getting passed around and Derek Jeter got passed around or not. So there, I take exception to it. We can say it about future. I don't know. What? I don't know. Oh, so we can say it about Jeter? I mean, I never hear it though. That's the problem. No one pops in a chat and goes, boy, Derek Jeter's a hoe. He is too, though. He is a hundred percent a hoe. Hundred percent. Uh all right, so let's get to let's see, we got Michael Gallup out of the way. Let's go ahead. Okay, since we're since we're on the subject of Kanye and Pete Davidson, let's just go ahead and, and, and discuss this. So I don't know. Can anyone real quick can anyone catch me up with why these two are beefing other than the fact that Kanye got left? He's not happy that Kim has moved on. She's with Pete Davidson. And they're happy together and Kanye is miserable and stalking Kim. Is that am I am I up on this? Am I am I am I there? That Kim and and Pete are happy and Kanye's jelly of the whole thing. Is that pretty much it? Oi. Uh, Walt said, we know of less than 10 of Kim's partners. Most people have had more partners. True. (laughs) Cherry said, the shorter answer is Kanye is bananas. He's been crazy, Cherry. He's been crazy since his mama passed, since Donda left this earth. Kanye lost it and it's sad, but it happens. I get it. Uh, Pete is putting on his baby mama. That's it. Okay, Silio. Okay. Up your, up your, up today. What? What is that? Up your, up today's. I don't, what the, Clarence? Are you drinking as his job? What are you doing? What the hell are you talking about? Uh, pretty much sums it up. Okay. Perry said that sums it up. Uh, Amos said Kim not getting passed around. She chooses and normally she chooses up. She took a little step back with Skeet, but she likes him. Yeah. Why is his name Skeet, by the way? That's a weird name. Anyways, apparently Kanye and Skeet have been going back and forth and things got a little more personal via text message. So, Pete Davidson sends Kanye a text message that says, yo, it's Skeet. Can you please take a second and calm down? It's 8 a.m. And I don't got to be like this. Kim is literally the best mother I've ever met. What she does for these kids is amazing. And you are so, I'm guess, fucking lucky that she's your kid's mom. I've decided I'm not going to let you treat us this way anymore. And I'm done being quiet. Grow the fuck up. To which Kanye replied, oh, you using profanity. Where are you at right now? And then he replied, in bed with your wife. Come on. That's a squad wipe. Somebody call 9-1. He did. GG's. Game over. I'm in bed with your wife, player. I never heard of it. Come on. Damn, he slayed that dude with one line in bed with your wife. Who the fuck is that guy? That's the guy in bed with your wife. Now, here's the problem I have with this. This was posted on social media and we'll get into the rest of it. But then he sends the picture, by the way. (laughs) He's throwing up the deuces. Yo, that's cold blooded. That is that is that's that's GG's. I mean, that's a squad white. That's definitely a squad. 
Donna said, what are they, eight years old? I mean, it is kind of childish, Donna. Don't, don't, zoom out. Don't ruin this for me. Okay. I like, I kind of like the childish. I feel like though Kanye started it, which is also sounds very childish. But Pete's like trying to be, you know, he's like, hey, calm the fuck down. You're, Kim's a great mom. You should be happy about that. Kanye's like, oh, bitch. So what I noticed though, is that a lot of people on social media are, are not happy with what Pete Davidson said. They're like, oh, that was childish. Oh, that was cold-blooded. Uh, I saw one lady on my buddy Kinesis Facebook page. She was like, that white boy is out of line. Well, first of all, why are we calling him out as a white boy? What the, what the fuck does that have to do with it? Second of all, how's he out of line? He didn't start this. Whatever. Nonetheless, he said, I'm in bed with your wife. To which Kanye replied, happy to see that you're out of the hospital and rehab. <laughs> okay. Pete fired back. Same here. It it's wonders what these places do when you get when you go get help. You should try it. I'm in LA for the day. If you want to stop being a little internet bitch boy and talk, interesting. So he's asked for a meetup. Uh, to which Pete has now responded, "You don't scare me, bro. Your actions are so blank and embarrassing. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's so sad to watch you ruin your legacy on the daily." Kanye said, you're more than welcome to come to Sunday service. To which Skeet said, why don't we meet after Sunday service and Saints game? I'll be at the BHH when we have food and talk it out in my room. Privately, one-on-one, man-to-man. What you're doing to your family is dangerous and going to scare them, scar them for life? Please handle these matters privately, bro. I beg you. You want to see me come to Sunday service? I don't understand, like, it's getting wild. Pete said, this isn't public, dude. I mean, it is. Uh, but I'm not I'm not here for pictures and press, which is obviously all you care about. My offer stands. I wish you'd man up for once. Let me, let me help you, man. I struggle with mental stuff, too. It's not an easy journey. You don't have to feel this way anymore. There's no shame in having a little help. You'll be so happy and at peace. You have no idea how nice I've been to you despite your actions towards me. I've stopped SNL from talking about or making fun of you, which they've wanted to do for months. I've stopped stand-up comedians. This is where it gets interesting. I've stopped stand-up comedians from doing bits about you because I don't want the father of my girl's kids to look bad out there. I have your back even though you treat me like shit because I want everything to be smooth. But if you continue to press me like you have the past six months, I'm going to stop being nice. Oh, my goodness. Zoom out. So it's pretty interesting. And I, I, I think there's some 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 truth to what Pete is saying, though, because we know and we've talked about Kanye's not he's not right up there, especially after his mom passed, which can be a devastating thing. It could be a turning point in somebody's life. It can flip a switch. It can have adverse reactions or, or effects on your mental well-being. And I think Pete is honest when he says, look, I, it, he's talked about it. He lost his dad in 9-11. He struggles with mental health issues. He's like, I want to help you. I, I believe him. But also, you can't back a comedian in a corner and talk shit and expect him not to say anything. Now, I think it's interesting, very interesting, that he's saying, like, look, they've wanted to do sketches about you on SNL, and I won't let them. That's very interesting to me. Also, the fact that there are other comics that want to do bits about him on stage and Pete's asking them not to. Also very interesting because as comics, we'd be like, no, bitch, I'm doing the jokes. Like, I don't give a fuck what you or him say. I'm doing these jokes, but 
It's very interesting. Uh, Claire said this is just entertainment now. Yeah. Pete didn't even put that uh, out. One of his castmates from SNL shared it uh, with him. What? Oh, one of his classmates, one of his castmates he shared it with. So he didn't even publish this. He was just showing the guy and the guy's the one that leaked it. Interesting. Because that was going to be my next question. Okay, did you kind of plan all this? Because there's a lot going on here. Now, I will also say this, whenever, especially on the internet, message boards and Facebooks and anywhere you can go back and forth in comments, when you see someone get this descriptive and, and overwordy, that's usually when you they've lost, right? I've always said like, wow, that's a, that's a lot of words. You are very angry right now. But I think Pete's kind of making a point like, hey, man, you got to chill. And it's text. So, but Kanye is like very few words. And and by the way, Kanye not very good at uh, keeping his 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 own words because you can see there, he's got a lot of letters capitalized. And uh, you will speak to me in only no cap. All right, like three of you might get that, maybe. The rest of you, I'm not so sure will get it, but I'm not going to go back and explain it. Just like I wouldn't go back and explain a Nitz or Eb reference. You either got it or you didn't, right, Cece? So that's the Pete Davidson, which, by the way, can someone explain to me how he got the nickname Skeet? Cherry said, honestly, there's no drama in my life, so I live for this. I'm not mad at it. I'll be honest with you. I, I mean, I'm not mad at it. Cece said, I just don't get it. Yeah. I have also heard Pete is from the Congo, Fidel said. I think he came out and said, no. That's not necessarily true that um, it was when he was with Ariana Grande and she's smaller framed. So I think he, this is his words in summary. He was like, I mean, she's, she's not a big girl. So I think it just might appear bigger. That was him talking. Now maybe he is. I don't know. You got, I don't know. I mean, I know you had big shoes to fill after Ray J. Right? I mean, we saw that. So Kanye must have, uh, you know, whatever. Pete's going to space. Why is Pete going to space? What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. What are you talking about, Tony? Flip, why are you throwing up? Because Pete has a big dong? Huh? You got you to watch some skinny dudes, man. Them skinny dudes will get you. Oh, look at that. Hey, we have a new cat at the house, by the way, guys. I mean, it's not like at the house. But yesterday when I was out in the garage working on my car, this random stray cat showed up out of nowhere. And he's got, um, his name is uh, Kitty Tom. And uh, he had on a, a, a little collar and he just was like, he's real fluffy, big. And he was meowing and we didn't know if he was lost or whatever. And he had a collar on. So we called the number and we fed him. Huge mistake because now he won't leave. But I talked to the owner and she was like, oh, no, that's Kitty Tom. We rescued him. He's a rescue, but he loves the outdoors. And so we just let him do his thing and he'll come back and, you know, then he'll he goes and visits people. She said, now, do you guys have a doggy door? And I was like, no, we don't have a doggy door. She was like, oh, good, because he knows how to work doggy doors. And so he'll just go into people's houses. He doesn't tear anything up. He just goes in their houses and says hello. And I was like, really? She said, yeah. So I got on our Facebook page. And uh, 
Look, Fidel said, look at Barry just dropping when I was outside working on my car. Yeah, I, that's what I was doing, bro. You just doubt my manhood? Don't doubt my manhood. So I, I got on our Facebook page just to see had anybody reported Kitty Tom before. And there was this hilarious story where this lady was like, hey, I don't know who the owner of Kitty Tom is, but I just wanted to let you know that we just dropped him off at your house. Now, I don't want you to think that there's anything wrong. But we just wanted to bring him by. We love Kitty Tom. He comes over all the time. But sometimes it can be a little intrusive because we have several animals and Kitty Tom loves to hang out with him. The problem is, is that he's very stealthy. He's very, very ninja-like. And at four in the morning, we'll wake up and Kitty Tom will be asleep on our dresser, our nightstand. He comes in the house he eats all the food and then he gets on our nightstand and takes a nap and we'll wake up and there's Kitty Tom. So, you know, we're fine with it. But the problem is, is that our animals aren't so fine with it. It kind of freaks them out a little bit. So we're just, we're just, if we drop him off, it's not that we're angry. We just, we're, we're just bringing him home for a little while because our creatures are freaking out a little bit. I was like, Kitty Tom don't give a fuck. Kitty Tom's out here just going into cat doors, sleeping on people's nightstands. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? You're just four in the morning. You just wake up. There's, oh, God damn. There's just a cat on your nightstand. That's hilarious. So, but he's super sweet. He's super sweet. And we fed him because we didn't know how hungry he was or whatever. And then we finally talked to the owner. She's like, oh, no, he's good. But it was too late. We had fed him. And, you know, played with him and oh, he was super sweet, petted him, all those things went on the, he's on our back porch, hanging out. We have, uh, furniture on our back porch and he literally slept on all the different cushions. Well, I was up late watching uh fat Tuesday on Amazon prime last night. It was probably one o'clock in the morning. Cause time change. And I, I kept hearing. Meow, meow, meow. I was like, is that Oliver or, or Spencer? I would go in our room and everybody was asleep. Nora and the cats. I was like, I'd go sit back down. I'd hear it again. I was like, what the fuck? And then I realized, and I looked out our glass door, our sliding glass door. Goddamn Kitty Tom is out on the back porch walking around screaming. Then I started getting ring notifications on my phone. Kitty Tom is basically doing laps around the house trying to get in, meowing, looking for doggy doors and shit. So now it's becoming a situation where it's kind of creepy. I just didn't need Kitty Tom to go home and fuck off. Like, stop making it weird, dude. Kitty Tom is Kitty Debo, right? Just coming to people's houses and shit. Kitty Tom's last name is Freeman. Could be worse. Kitty Tom could put a dead mouse by you. Oh, no, that's no, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. Nope, not happening. No littering. Okay, I hate you. I hate you, Flip, so much. Um, I I did the lady, I texted her. I was like, hey, just, you know, we, we got Kitty Tom. He's cool. He's over here. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I was like, oh, no, he was just, we were just working on my car. He helped me uh, fix my catalytic converter. 
<laughs> I never heard of it. She didn't even LOL back on the fucking thing. I was like, wow. I just hit her with that Dan joke. Nothing. <laughs> Dimata said, does uh, Kitty Tom is peeping Tom? Well, that's true. Um, Dimata said, does Spencer and Oliver like him? Yeah, they, they were at the, there was no hissing. There was no, like he was at the, <laughs> did you just throw tomatoes at me in the chat? Wallace is throwing virtual tomatoes at me. You raggedy bitch. Um, so yeah, but Spencer and Oliver were at the sliding glass door and Kitty Tom was there and everybody was, and Oliver did a little cute little, like he wanted to touch him like, hello, Kitty Tom, but he couldn't through the glass. So your cats hate you for that joke. My cats don't hate me. My cats fucking love me, man. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, let's get back to some sports. Now that we got our non-sports stories out of the way, let's talk a little LeBron. Guys, LeBron, uh, here's, this is going to. I'm not trying to create some bullshit story that we need to discuss, but LeBron is now the member of the 10-10-10 club or the 30-10-10 club. First first NBA player to have 10,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, and 10,000 assists. Also the first player to have 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, and 10,000 assists. But at the bare minimum, the 10-10-10 club. Several players have 10,000 points, 10,000 rebounds. I think some people even had 2,000 points, 10,000 assists. I, 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 I might be. I'm not even sure. But nobody has both rebounds and assists plus the points. Nobody. As in, nobody else on the planet. As in, not Kobe, not Mike, not Wilt, not Kareem, not none of these other names that get brought up with LeBron James when you talk about GOATs. So I think, zoom out, I think the question becomes, he's finally in a category, a significant statistical category. Does this elevate him in some way above what Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan never had 10,000 points, 10,000 assists, 10,000 rebounds. If you are a LeBron goat um, arguer, this has got to be a big feather in your cap, right? This is one of those where, oh, you know, LeBron didn't have to play against Bird and Magic and Isaiah and blah, blah, blah. And LeBron fans are like, yeah, well, as much as great as Jordan was, he couldn't get 10, 10, 10. So I, I, I think it's a very impressive feat. I mean, it shows the guy's versatility. Because usually if guys are going to be getting 10,000 rebounds, they're not going to be getting 10,000 assists and vice versa. They're either you know point guard distributors or they're rebounders. And LeBron is both. The guy I would think that might be closest in all three, my guess, my guess would be Magic. Right? A point forward. I would be interested to see. I haven't done the research, but I'm just, let's see. NBA all-time points leaders. <laughs> Let's see. I wonder if it'll show. Oh, okay. So here we go. Let me uh let me get this situated. Let's see if we can. Let's let's look at it together, chat, shall we? Let's do this. Let's get this over here. Uh, let me move myself out the way. Oh, oh. Reset. No. Oh no, player. Hold on. What the flip flying, fill flying? Oh my God! Too big. Too large. 
heck is happening here, guys? There we go. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Let's, uh, let's get over here. Okay. I'll fix all this. We'll fix it in post. All right. So here is your points leaders. Kareem was one, Carmelo two, LeBron three, Kobe four, Jordan five. So right there. Kareem had the most. Uh, LeBron is third. Probably going to pass Carl this year. I mean, obviously, this season. He's what? A hundred and... Well, not even. Oh, yeah. He's 104 points behind Carl Malone for, for... Well, 105, he passes him. Uh, Celio said, I think CP3 is the only other player in the 20K, 10K club. Really? That'd be, you mean assist or rebounds? That'd be interesting. So here you go. Here's the rebounding, right? If you look over here, uh, in the same group. So Jordan was, what, fifth in points? Also, look at games played. It wasn't even close. 1,072, 1,300, 1,300, 14, 15. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, here we go. Rebound totals. 6,600. Jordan had 6,600. Kobe had 7,000, and they've played about the same amount of games. LeBron has 10,000 rebounds. Malone has 14, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has 17. But look at assists. 5,000, 5,000, 6,000, 5,000. LeBron has more than doubled Jordan's assist total and has almost 4,000 more rebounds than Jordan, 3,000 more than Kobe, and 4,000 assists more than Kobe. I think there's a legitimate argument to say, I mean, look. Across the board, look at field goal percentage, 50, 44, 49. <sighs> Free throws, Jordan's obviously better, but Kobe's right there. Um, I mean, it's just, there's two, there's, there's, there's a lot to digest here, but uh, let's look at steals. Well, I don't think LeBron's going to be uh, 1,030. Oh, it does have more than Jordan. Oh, no, that's blocks. Steals 20. Yeah. Okay. So he's past Kobe. He's past Carl. He's past Kareem. Only Jordan has more steals than LeBron. And he, and he's probably not going to catch Jordan in that. I don't know how many more years he plays, but same thing in blocks. I mean, he's close to Carl Malone in blocks. This is when you look at all this folks, that's pretty goddamn impressive, right? Zoom out. That's pretty impressive when you consider the names that are on that list and statistically where he ranks amongst them. I think you're hard pressed to find anybody with a better statistical stat line in the end. Yeah. There's guys with more assists or more points or more this or more that, but in the end, has anyone put up the resume that LeBron James has? Clarence said, this is not a real argument. LeBron is a physical freak compared to Jordan. I think, it, I mean, some of it are, the argument is um, the game. But uh, somebody said, uh, flips at that boy Hakeem up there. No, not really. Not, not, not really. Uh-uh. 26,000 points. Uh, 13,000 rebounds. Only 3,000 assists. Kareem Kareem had more assists than Olajuwon did. Now, steals is pretty goddamn impressive. 
Uh, the only person with more steals than Olajuwon who has more points than him is Jordan. That's pretty impressive. But yeah, that's across the board. There's nobody statistically comparing to LeBron. It's pretty significant. Amos said, I never put Kobe in the GOAT conversation. That's only for players that we have seen, uh, that we have seen anything like them. I mean, I think you have to include Kobe in the GOAT conversation. Uh, you, you just saw statistically what he can, what he did. Fourth in points. Um, I mean, rebounds was decent. Seventh out, more rebounds than Jordan. More assists than Jordan. More, no more, less steals. Um, I mean, you got to. If if what Jordan did was impressive, what Kobe did was impressive. So it's just crazy how guys like Karl Malone and, and Abdul Jabbar are never in that conversation. Ever. Ever. Claire said Amos is smoking. Uh, Walt said it's a weird argument because that puts LeBron on this standout list and this reason people bashed him the other day for passing the ball because it was the right basketball play. Now, look, that was one thing, though. That was one time. That was one moment. And that's been a knock on him is that sometimes he doesn't want to take the, or maybe he's too unselfish. Maybe he doesn't, you know, he's hesitant. He wants to get other people involved. I, I don't know what the reasoning is. I still disagree with you and anyone else that says that the right play was to dish the ball. If you're that close to the rim, and he's talked about it. He was like, look, I was, I could have went for a reverse layup. I was out of position. I was under the basket. I felt two guys collapsing on me. I dished it. That's what I did. Cool, but you also are LeBron James. Go up strong. Try to get that dunk. Get the layup. Get the foul. Go to the line. Whatever it is. So, I mean, but that's one of those things where that's one individual play. That, that not does, does that not make a career? Or that does not make a career. Excuse me. So, it was one play. And we can argue and disagree and have fun with it. And, but at the end of the day, when you look at LeBron James statistically, and I had no idea he was even approaching the 10-10-10 club or the 30-10-10 club. That changes, I mean, because I would have told you, and, and I might still argue that Jordan was the GOAT, but this has significantly changed my view and outlook of what LeBron James is and the, the overall scheme of NBA players. Like I was up, LeBron's up there, right? LeBron is a top five guy. But I think my argument for Jordan shrunk a little and my argument for LeBron has grown a little. And it's because of this significant statistical anomaly. It's impressive. Especially when you consider that anybody in that range, let's see, anybody that's even close to him isn't close to him in assist. That's the great, the closest person in assist to LeBron. Like really close, not 4,000 away. The closest one it looks like is Oscar Robertson, who is 13th on the scoring list. He has 9,000 assists, but he also only has uh, 7,000 rebounds and he scored 26,000 points. I mean, it's really not close. I wish I could sort. This won't let me click on the things and sort. But I mean, guys, Clarence said rings. Yeah, that's I mean, that's another one too. LeBron, look how many finals, how many playoff appearances LeBron had. 
Uh, seems like hair loss has a correlation to being great in the NBA. Oh, that's a super interesting take, Flip. Kareem was bald. Carl was going bald. LeBron. Kobe. Jordan. First person with hair is dirt. Yeah. Oh, my wife has texted me. Sorry, guys. Okay. No worries. Sorry, I just need... What the fuck? I just need to text her a thumb emoji. There we go. Um, Walton, my point is LeBron has made plays like this his whole career. That's how he got his accomplishments. Okay. Valid. I mean, that's a valid point. That's a valid point, Walt. I mean, I'm... Yeah. And again, in that particular play, there's probably a thousand other ones we would agree on it being the right basketball play. But in that particular one, I just happen to disagree. I think you're that close to the basket. Go up. But I understand your point, and it is valid, and and I do agree with you in that regard. That's why he's where he's at, because he's made the right basketball play more often than not. He hasn't been selfish, and that's been a knock on him. But maybe that's, you know, that, uh, that knock or that detriment isn't necessarily the case. AI had long, luxurious hair. Yeah, true. Very true. Um, so if you're bald, you're going to be a great NBA player, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Fisher and Ori have more rings, and rings aren't the end-all, be-all. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I think in, in context, zoom out, I think in context... I understand what he's saying because you're yeah. That's like saying David Carr has a Super Bowl ring. Okay. Does that mean David Carr is better than Dan Marino? I don't think we're saying that you take it in context of the, 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 what they've done throughout their career and then meaningful Super Bowl appearances or, you know, NBA finals appearances, not, not if LeBron is now the, the the third option off the bench because Bronny's playing and he's coming in and giving you 10 and 5 over 20 minutes. Not that bullshit. And he might still get a ring doing that. So. Fidel said, so it's because of my long hair. I'm not good at basketball. I knew it wasn't because of my lack of skills and height. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what we're saying. Fidel is that, yeah. As your hair has been holding you back. Hundred percent. VB's at Stockton for assists. Three hundred less games played than LeBron. Uh, or uh, yeah, he said, "Oh, twenty. Never mind." <laughs> um. So, really interesting. Um, really interesting. Uh, record there by LeBron. It was broken. Speaking of records being broken, about twenty minutes left in the show. Pop, now the all-time wins leader in the NBA. Can we give it up for the great Greg Popovich? Greg with two Gs. Three Gs, actually. He's a 3G. I feel like every time as older Pop gets older, he has more Gs to the end of Greg. I feel like, I feel like he started off with one, and now we're at two. I knew CC was going to like this story. So Greg Popovich with the win this past weekend, I think it was on Friday, if I'm not mistaken, but he's now has 1,336 wins in the NBA, the most in the NBA. Passing, was it Don Nelson? 
Who did he pass? Was it Don Nelson? I feel like it was Don Nelson. Yeah, Don Nelson. Passes old Donnie Nelson, who cut a video. Don Nelson looks like a converted Indian shaman. I don't know. It was a weird video. He's like, hello, pop. This is Donnie Nelson here. He's got like poker chips in front of him. It was super weird. He's like, congratulations, old friend. <laughs> I'm just smoking peyote. <laughs> Eating cactus. <laughs> I don't know. Super weird. I don't know that that's exactly how it went, but it felt like it for the five seconds that I watched and went, nope, I'm out. I'm not watching this video. Clarence said, pops better than Phil. Fight me. I mean, look, both of them benefited from having great players. All-time great players, right? Although Phil benefited from having... All time, all time greats over several iterations. What did you know? Let's see. Let's 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 pull up. Let's see. <sighs> Phil Jackson. Go to Wikipedia. <laughs> Phil's records. Does it have his coaching career records? Uh, here we go. No, is this is. Is this his coaching or is this his ah, head coaching record? Okay, here we go. So Phil with Chicago, man, he made the playoffs. It looks like every year he was there. He started in 89-90. They were 52. I guess I could share this real quick. There's no sense in being stingy about it, right, folks? Right, folks? Let's, let's, let's get into some numbers. Let's get, what the, what on earth? What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on around here? Oh, there we go. I guess I need to move my stupid face again. Layers. Let's move you up here, buddy. Okay. Let's zoom out, too. We don't need all that. All right. So this is, uh, this is, this is um, Phil Jackson's coaching career. So, I mean... That's pretty good. All right, 671, 744, 817, 695, 670, uh, 671, 573, 878, 841, 756. That was his winning percentages each year while in Chicago. Lost in the conference finals, won three titles, lost in the, lost in the semis twice, and then won three more titles before leaving Chicago for L.A. So he went from Jordan to Shaq and Kobe, won three more titles, uh, and then, and then, you know, mediocrity set in, then won two more titles and that was it. Then he called it a career and went and destroyed the Knicks as a, as a front office guy. So that's super impressive. But when you had Kobe and Shaq and, 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 uh, uh, what's his name? Why am I drawing a blank here? Michael Jordan. As your primary stars, you had Kobe and Shaq and Jordan and Pippen. Yeah, you're going to do pretty good. Now, Pop has had, uh, let's see, Greg Popovich. Pop has had Tim Duncan, Obbs. But I would say that his second round, his second tier of Tony Parker. Eh. Now, and that's what I couldn't remember. Was he there for David Robinson? He did have David Robinson. Okay, so he was there for David Robinson. He's won five NBA titles, coach of the year three times. Let me get this over here. 
Here's his coaching record. All of it was San Antonio, by the way. Jeez Louise. So he started in 96, and he's been with San Antonio this entire time. And he missed the playoffs his first year and then his last two. That's pretty damn impressive. But but he has one, two, three, four, five rings spread out, not with a Jordan, not with a Pippen. Well, Avery Johnson, you stop this foolishness right now, CeCe. So he had Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker. Uh, we can't say Ori because Ori was uh, LA in LA for a couple of rings as well. They both benefited from Robert Ori's greatness. Rod Strickland, nice. Uh, but I, I look. Uh, Phil Jackson definitely had better talent overall. Jordan and Pippen, and then Kobe and Shaq versus. Robinson and Duncan, and then a cast of really good supporting role players. And he's the all-time wins leader now. How is Phil Jackson not the all-time wins leader? It's pretty wild. Papa's had three seasons where he didn't make the playoffs. and all three of those, he had losing records. Otherwise, uh... He's done great. He's he's got a uh, six sixty seven winning percentage for his career. That's pretty wild. And this doesn't include this year, obviously. So at at the end of the day, it's tough to argue with what Phil did, but he had better players. I will say this: I think it's interesting that Pop always gets a bad rap in the media, and people, ah, oh, Greg Popovich is an asshole. He's mean to the sideline reporters. I think some of it is shtick, because I think if you talk to people that know Greg Popovich, you've been around people that know Greg Popovich. They say he is a wonderful human being. Look at the players. Players love playing for Greg Popovich. I don't know if you could say that about every person that played for Phil Jackson. Phil was quirky and weird and yeah, Pop is stern, but I think genuinely people gravitate to him. They like him. He's he's a bit odd and a bit weird and, you know. But he's uh he's he's not liked by everybody because of the way he 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 is in some of his interviews. It's very Bill Belichick-ish. But off mic when not dealing with the media. People love that dude. Um, Mavs ended the fill run. Okay. Fair enough. Shine on, player. Shine on. Uh, he seemed like a really bright guy. Who? Who seems like a really bright, bright guy? Pop or Phil? Clarify yourself, Killian. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, CeCe. Like when Craig was sick and he cried on TV. That's the thing. Like a lot of what he did with Craig and, and some of these others, but he's he's abrupt, but I think the man is known to be genuinely compassionate and kind and, and loving, but he's going to do certain things his way, right? But I, I think, and I know people that have been around him and they say he's just a, he's a good dude. He's just a genuinely good man. So I think he gets a bad rap in the media, and that's okay. Uh, oh, Killian was talking about Popovich. Yeah, he does seem like a bright dude. He does. 
Wallace hasn't asked me anything about anything. Are we doing a bracket this year? So I hadn't planned on it only because, dude, I honestly don't know shit about March Madness. I don't watch it throughout the year, so I'm not one of those guys that pretends like I know. I will get in a bracket and pick a bunch, but I didn't even set it up because it's college basketball is never top of mind for me, unfortunately, and I apologize about that. It should be. I just don't. It'd be like playing fantasy golf. Like, it's just not something I ever think of. And if you're curious, yes, I do have the brackets up for you. Yes, we can pull them up. Yes, we can look at them. Here they are right here. But again, this might as well be written in another language. Because I, I couldn't tell you Gonzaga versus Memphis versus Connecticut, Arkansas. I no clue who is good and who isn't. I watched one and a half U of H games. I watched the I watched them end up uh what was the game? Was it Saturday? That was it. If you can't see Arizona's one over here in the uh what is this, the South? I saw somebody tweet out, oh man, the South is packed. Can't even tell you. U of H is five. Congrats to the Cougars. I know that they didn't let my Aggies in, which is bullshit. Because the Aggies are obviously the greatest basketball team. Uh, on the planet. See, I have no idea. Villanova, Villanova's too. Couldn't tell you. No idea. Kansas, I know they're always good. But again, I have no idea what any of this is. Kentucky, no surprise that they're too. How do you let Texas in but not A&M? See, again, no idea. No clue. Wallace, I, I'm talking about deckhead bracket we did last season. Uh, did we do one? Do we have a prize? I guess we should. When does it start? Uh, Wallace highlighted this message. I'm talking about the deckhead bracket we did last season. Dude, I don't even remember that. I, we can set this up, though. Jen said we didn't do an official one. Hey, Jen. Okay. I mean, we can set one up, Wallace. I have no problem with that. Does somebody want to set this up? Uh... If not, I guess I can do it. I mean, you know, I've got all this free time. Jesus. Killing me, Walt. Oh, look, the stinger didn't fire off. That was weird. Yeah, LSU is going to the tourney without a head coach. I saw that. Uh, Because of his... What's he called? Um, He tried to pay off the players, right? For his violations. Well, I don't know the dude's name, but LSU... Going to be in the tourney with no head coach if you didn't hear because there was the NCAA was looking into rules violations that he was paying players. Then he tried to pay the players off not to talk about it and just kept spiraling out of control. Just an awful, awful time for LSU. So they head to the tourney, no head coach. I'm sure one of his staff assistants or whatever, but they, they might be under investigation ever. Should have been fired last year. Yeah. What did you win for a prize total, Dallas? I don't think he won anything. Did we do a prize last year for March Madness? I don't know. I really don't remember. Shit, I don't remember what we did last week, guys. But I'll do uh I'll do uh I don't know. What can we do? Let me talk about it with Jen. When does the tournament start? Is it March 17th and 18th? Okay. We don't have time for our Thursday call to get this done in time. Jen says she's going to look into it. Text me, Jen. I mean, if nothing else, we'll do like a, a $25 or a $50 gift card on Amazon or something like that. I'm good with that. But we need to get a certain amount of people in it. I'm not doing 
I'm not doing a bracket for four people. That's just not. No. How many of you want to do a bracket? One, if you want to do a bracket. Five, if you don't give a shit. In the chat right now. I'm not going to do a poll. Just a very simple. One, I want to. I want in on the bracket challenge for Barry on deck. Five, I don't give a shit. So I'm not going to do it. One, you want in. Five, you don't. One, you want in. Five, you don't. Noon, March 17th is the deadline. I do know we have a sports riot bracket, but that is not Barry on deck, and I don't know if we're giving anything away. So one, you would like to get into a Barry on deck March Madness bracket, and I'll give away a, an Amazon gift card to the winner. Out of my pocket. Or five, you don't give a shit. See, three ones. See, this is again. This is this is good. Treasure Pokey said, what's a bracket? Lord Jesus. I vote for a mac and cheese bracket. Oh, we did talk about that. We did talk about that. Well, that's going to be more of a show bracket thing. We'll do some voting. and I did forget about the mac and cheese bracket, though. Donald said too many brackets already. Big uh, Clarence said madness and St. Patty Day. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that's going to be. Gonna be some drink. I need to give me some Jameson. Fidel said already 10. No. Yeah. See? Not a lot of people. We go through all that for four people. I would not be thrilled. We'll put it to a more uh, specific vote on the Discord. But right now, it's not looking good. It's just not a lot of people interested in the bracket. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, let me see what else is going on here. Hey, what's up to everybody still listening on Poppy? Appreciate you guys being here, man. Thanks for showing up. Remember, this is a Twitch show. Barry doesn't check this chat. Hey, thank you for doing that, Chris Reyes. Very much appreciate that. Very much. That is definitely needed more over there. Letting the folks know that, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't check that chat very often. But I appreciate everybody over there listening. Thank you. Okay, we have more to discuss. We have a five. We have three ones, four ones. Not looking good for a bracket, guys. Uh, Claire said, I hate madness because ask that work and it could be over round one. All that work and it could be over round one. That's true, too. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, So I got pop in. I got the headlines. I think I'm out of sports stories, you guys. I'm I'm actually, I want to do this one. So this is a this requires your web browser. Make sure you go. Make sure if you're listening on uh, Podbean that you get over here to the web browser. You're not going to want to miss this. This is pretty hilarious. Good show, Tom Barry. Hey, thank you, Flip. Oh, it's already three fifty three. Before we get out of here, I did want to show you this. This was last week during the SEC tournament. There was a cameraman who. They were like, uh, one cameraman kept showing the cheerleaders from Tennessee. One of them noticeably had their butt sticking out of their skirt. So this cameraman just kept, just kept cutting to this shot of this girl with her dumpster hanging out, just booty out. Just didn't give a shit. He kept going back to the shot over and over and over. (laughs) <laughs> and of course Twitter Twitter was all over it. ESPN knows what they're doing they keep showing the Tennessee cheerleader and then my man said you mean this you mean this 
Yeah, it's, uh, Stephen the Weather Guy said it's more on the director who keep going back to it. Oh, they both knew what they were doing. They both knew what they were doing. Uh, the cheerleader. Look, see, you dirty, you dirty bastards. You know this chick is horrified that her ass was hanging out. I wonder if she knew. I wonder if she knew. Ladies, did she know? <laughs> Cherry. <laughs> Cherry said, I'm not super mad at this. I'm not mad at this at all. Uh, I love you, Cherry. This is just for the ladies. I don't want to. I don't want you guys responding. I don't give a shit. But ladies, Jen, Donna, Cherry, Cece. Uh, I don't know. Did I miss anybody else? Is Mimi here? I don't know. I think I got all the females that are here right now. Did she know? If your ass was hanging out like this, would you know? Did she know and not care or did she not know? Okay. Jen says she felt the breeze. So she knew what was happening. She knew there was a camera right behind her with her ass hanging out and she didn't care. I mean, she's hashtag blessed. That is for sure. I don't know what the rule, what sizes are like uh, in the Congo on asses, but she, she might have some Congo in her. That came out wrong. <laughs> Chuck Trevor Pookie said, whoa, 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 camera man. I say camera person. Okay. Well done. Well done. CC said, I felt like it had to hurt. What do you mean had to hurt? What do you mean? Her her OF? Oh, her OnlyFans blew up after this. No. Um, she didn't have an OnlyFans. I mean, she might have. Who knows? My brain is stuck on two things. Cigarettes. I have been five days without one, and now I'm still struggling. That Tennessee cheerleader's butt. Good gosh almighty Joe Friday. <laughs> People were just going crazy. Tennessee cheerleader has to be related to Alexis, Texas. Someone dropped the Tennessee cheerleader at my friend. At, uh, someone dropped the cheerleaders at my friend. Want to see something real quick? <laughs> Can they please pan back to the cheerleader? Who's the Tennessee cheerleader? Listen, I need the Tennessee cheerleader for research purposes. Nah, you see this Tennessee cheerleader. <sighs> Tennessee hotty toddy. Shout out Tennessee cheerleader and the cameraman. Like they were going crazy on it. Elsie <coughs> said, Jesus Christ, one of these Tennessee cheerleaders got an absolute dump truck on her. Uh, people, man, you can't let, you know, that's going to be all over the place as soon as everyone sees it. Uh, Jen said the undies on in her butt, that ain't comfortable. Mm-mm, I'm guessing not. But why is it that, is it just because she has a big ass that her skirt, I wonder if she had to like borrow the skirt, like she left hers. She's like, damn it, I got to use somebody else's skirt. Because when they jump, isn't that going to show their butts? Like they just, as soon as they do the little jump up splits thing. I don't know. Oh. Cece said, oh, the underwear all up in there had to hurt. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because that's the other part. But I don't know. They're. This is just for research purposes, by the way. I'm just zooming in here for that's the only reason. But like you can see, like right here, nothing's hanging out. Okay. And they don't look like they have as, as big of a dumpster as she does. But as soon as any of these chicks do the jump up splits thing, ass is coming out. Now I'm guessing they have a, a second layer of underwear on, and hers just happened to ride up into her butt. Is that what I'm is that what I'm picking up that y'all are putting down? I don't know. 
I guess that's the case. I don't know what to tell you. Zoom out. It's enough being creepy. Tired of looking at that chick's butt on my stream. Them second two look like iPods. I don't know what that means. That wasn't very nice. Do they not make skirts and wagon size? Okay, you guys. Stop talking about her booty and grow up. Hey, thanks for hanging out with me. Good times today. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you showing up. Thank you to Tennessee Cheerleader for giving us something to talk about at the end of the show. <clears throat> I'm a little disappointed. Still haven't heard from my doctor about my beds. Who are we raiding? Killian? That's a great question. Is there a raid to be had out there? Nobody that I follow is streaming right now. My guess is nobody on Twitch Sports is worth following right now because it's all video games. Let me see. These names I recognize? Serious or not? Oh, G Girl Gaming. Okay, we're going to raid G Girl Gaming. She's talking March Madness. Let's get after it. Hey, guys, I appreciate you joining the program. Thanks for being here, as always. I love you all to death so much. Thank you. Stick around for the raid. Until I see you tomorrow, do me three favors. Be safe. Be kind. And most importantly, love each other. See y'all tomorrow. Have a great night. We're going to raid G-Girl Gaming. Stick around. She's a great follow, great listen, great viewing, whatever. You're going to enjoy it. She's a good streamer. The raid has started. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Have a great night, everybody. Come on, we can do it. Let's get to 20. Come on, we're at 18. Let's get to 20. We at 19. Let's get to 20. We at 19. Give me one more raider. Come on, you raggedy bitches. I hate y'all. 20, let's go. Bye.